Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. You can find more helpful advice at focusonthefamily.com slash parenting podcast. So you've been correcting your kids over and over and over and over again, and you're so frustrated. There's no apparent change. You know, it's really easy for us to be really concentrating on the kids' outward behavior, and we forget sometimes to speak to the heart. I'm John Fuller, along with Danny Huerta, who directs our parenting and youth team here at Focus on the Family. And Danny, go ahead and describe what you see as the difference between correcting our kids' behavior and let's just call it engaging their heart. Well, what's interesting, John, is that there's one sibling conflict every 10 minutes. That's what statistics say. (laughs) For some families, it's a little more than that. (laughs) Almost eight an hour uh, sibling conflict. So there's a lot of intervening from parents, and many times they don't have the energy to deal with what's going on in the heart. It takes a little more energy, more time, more patience. And the question or way to engage this is, I noticed you chose to do this. What is really going on? Especially mm. with teenagers, preteens, you can ask that question. What is really going on? I, I've, I remember many times that I've, I've spent with my son and my daughter on the couch or taking a walk where I've said, hey, I think we need to go talk over here. I need to understand what just happened. I really want to understand it. I noticed this. It's beyond that. And uh, in talking to parents, that's what I coach them to do. Look beyond the behavior Right before the behavior are emotions and thoughts, and before that are beliefs, and before that are interpretations and attitudes, and before that are experiences, relationships, and genetics hmm. that are all playing into these behaviors. So make sure you take the time to, to go backwards a little bit and figure out what thought bubbles led to these behaviors and start to understand those. That is uh, a big task, but we're going to help you uh, think through some of that as we hear from Courtney DeFeo. Um, She's written a great book offering ideas for teaching your kids biblical truth and having a better understanding of who they are. It's called In This House We Will Giggle, and Courtney shared some practical tips with Focus President Jim Daly and Kim Troby. Courtney, let's get practical with some of the great advice you have in the book. Um, The virtue of generosity. You talk about the light them up activity. Now, with boys, as Kim and I would know, that can mean a lot of things like firecrackers. They're all excited about that. Listen, I'm just going to warn you not to search that hashtag, and you'll see a lot of people lighten up some things in the world. So we're not talking about that. No. What are you talking about? I'm talking about lighting up your community with kindness. I have always been attracted to just the idea of light, that God asked us to be a light in our community. And when my girls were little, I thought, what does that look like for little girls? And I think there is not an 18 and up for being a believer. You know, God asked that, God, if you believe in him, he's going to actually start working in your lives Uh. as little as four, five, six. And we have to parent that we actually believe that. Let's parent that we believe God is real and he can work in our kids as little as, you know, when they began believing in him. And so that excited me. And as I went to ministries in Atlanta, I started figuring out that they had rules. No, they're too little. You know, they have to be 14 or 15 legally to come serve at this ministry. And I was frustrated. And so out of that, when um, several years ago, before the book even started, I started a campaign on my blog called Light Em Up and said, I am doing something and you can join me. And at that time I had two or three readers, you know, my mom and some (laughs) friends. And um, I said, join me, other moms. Let's go do something in our community as we go about life. And let's see what difference we can make in the community. And I cannot tell you what happened. I thought, let's put 
signs on our trash can. Let's thank people who are not thanked. And so we started saying, thank you for picking up our trash. The girls made a poster. They left candy. We started going through the Chick-fil-A drive-thru and thanking the lady that gives me my sweet tea every day. Um, we just went Amen. around and thanked people <laughs> and did things that children can do in a really special way. And it blew up. And I had people all of a sudden in Dubai and in Ukraine and London putting signs on their trash cans. And God just moved through this movement called Light Him Up. And now there's people all over the world doing simple acts of kindness with their children and showing God's love. And you know, they don't even have to say his name. They're just using their kids to say, you can be used by him to light up others with his love. In fact, in the book, you talked about the Dollar Tree oh, story, yes. which I loved. I yeah. was telling my boys that this morning and they were like, yeah, oh, <laughs> so talk cool. about that. You know, I think it's funny as a growing up in a Christian home, there was always a part of me that was looking at the other side, like, well, they're having more fun. They're almost on the cusp of doing something illegal. And so I yeah. always invite parents into this is where you kind of get on the cusp of illegal nature, like sneak in the dollar <laughs> store, let your kids sneak in with dollars and they hide them all through the dollar store and you put a dollar oh six or whatever your tax is and then you leave a note in there and I have the free printables on my site and it says we just believe it's better to give than receive enjoy this free treat from our family Merry Christmas and you can do this all year long but my girls they're kind of nervous they're like are we going to get in trouble I'm like no this is free it's you're good you're leaving money not <laughs> taking yeah, it we're not stealing anything we're leaving money so we run through the dollar store we hide them and we tape them and uh, the coolest thing was, once we left there, they were so excited, and they always want to do more, which is fun. Their hearts start changing, and it's less lectures, more laughter, and they're experiencing who we know and not doing what we know. Because I think that's our culture is that we want to start teaching them all these biblical practices, and they miss the whole ball game. It's like we want their hearts. We don't want this behavior. And so generosity, I don't have to give them another lecture on generosity because my kids have caught the bug. It's contagious. Mm. So finish that story up. We're leaving the dog store in Orlando there's a huge population of homeless folks because of the weather right. and my girls are getting used to that and so we were leaving the parking lot and the lady knocked on our window to see if she could clean our window for money and normally I would have said absolutely but I had literally not a dime left because we had packed every bag <laughs> full of money so I waved at her and said I'm so sorry ma'am and we kept driving and my oldest, Alice, said, Mom, go back. Tell her where the money is. And I thought, oh, how awesome that her heart does the right thing. And so I would pull back and said, Ma'am, there's a lot of money in the dollar store. We just hit it through there. And her eyes <laughs> so big. So now she and had she, uh, an Easter egg hunt yeah, she could go so for. so she just ran and got all the money. And, um, you know, I thought... Would I have liked a bunch of people to find our little surprises? But what was more important is that my daughter saw the need of a woman who needed some money for lunch. And, you know, I don't even know what she was going to use the money for, but my daughter's heart is turning to do the right yeah. thing and so be generous. Good. That's so much fun. And you can take that in all kinds of directions. Yeah. But it is, it's kind of an attitude, isn't it, Courtney? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. we get kind of in the rut and we're thinking, you know, we got to go to work, we got to do this. We don't think of how to have fun in life, how to. Look beyond the boundaries of normal and do some things that really lift up this character that you're talking about, which really is God's heart. Yeah. And I think I fell in love with Jesus again um, in a passionate way when I got out of college. And I think what the big aha for me was like, it is a good thing. Like, it feels awesome to love, to give, to serve. And I don't have to do it anymore. Like, I enjoy opening my own Bible. I enjoy going to do these things. And I want that experience so badly for my children that it gets in to be who they are. Right. And so much of a way that it's not new information for them, that they say, oh, mom, remember when we did that together? I want to do that again. So now I have kids doing 10 acts of kindness and light them up for their birthday because it's becoming who they are. Courtney DeFeo mentioned some really great hands-on activities to do with your children. And Danny, I'm sure that you have some other ways that parents can 
kind of involve their young children in serving the community or helping out at church or, you know, just volunteering someplace. Yeah, and gratitude and generosity are, are excellent ways to shift the mind. Uh, gratitude is said to be the, the blossom of the soul, and generosity is the shifter of anger. And addressing those two areas can be very fueling to the way your family begins to handle disagreements or the idea of entitlement that could be uh, impacting uh, the, 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 the relationships within the home. So addressing those two, what you can do is look at the church that you're attending or surrounding churches or community centers and uh, even now neighborhood chat rooms where people are needing uh, some type of yard work done or something done and help your kids think outside of the home, but engage them in making the list. How would you love to serve other people? And let's go look for it. Mm -hmm. I know my daughters asked me, Hey, when can we go on a missions trip? And how can we help people on the other side of the world? How can we help in our neighborhood? Make sure you address those questions and, and have them take some leadership in that rather than you just do it for them yeah. because it actually engages their heart into the activity that you're creating and forming for your family as you're trying to be grateful for what you've got and generous with what you have. Yeah, and previously, you know, uh, uh, on this podcast, we've talked about how kids are watching. And, you know, just personally, my experience was in this regard, um, uh, I would go out and shovel snow here in Colorado for some elderly neighbors. When we moved into our neighborhood, it was mostly elderly people. Now, I am the elderly people. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, we, I would go out and shovel. And when the kids got old enough, Dina would bundle them up and send them out. Go help your dad. So they would do that. And then it got to the point where I'd be going to work and they'd be shoveling some of the neighbors. It just became a kind of a community service and a, a relational tool for them because obviously every older person loves the kid who shovels the sidewalk or mows the lawn or takes care of whatever the need is. So, and you know what's fascinating, John? Yeah. Is that they have found that kids are more readily uh, willing to help people they, they don't t really know well, uh, and especially if they're poor or in difficult situations. But what I've told uh, kids is that we need to learn how to serve in the relationships that we're in first. And so mm -hmm. as my daughter is asked, when can we go on a missions trip where my son is asked that, hey, let's practice that at home so you can do that well out there. Oh. Because naturally in our minds, we want to help the poor, but how can we help the people that don't deserve okay, our service? Okay, so how, what does that look like for you? I mean, So for us, it's uh, look for jobs that aren't yours and do them. Do them without being you're asked saying to around do the that. house? Around the house, yeah. yeah. Look for things to do. This is great training if you truly want to be missional as, as a child, as a family, and even in, in, the, in the neighborhood or even a person that doesn't deserve service. Can you serve them? Because if you can serve them, you'll serve others very, very mm, well. I appreciate that. That's really good insight. And um, I'm going to go home and, and remind my kids that they can be missional right here <laughs> at the house. So, Courtney DeFeo's book is going to help you capture your child's heart with fun activities. Uh, the book is called In This House, We Will Giggle. And if you can make a gift of any amount to focus on the family today, we'll say thank you by sending a copy of that book. Um, you'll find details about In This House, We Will Giggle and lots of practical parenting insights as well. Uh, we've got links in the episode show notes or call 800, the letter A and the word family. 
Next time, more from Courtney about teaching kids who might seem, oh, uninterested in relationship. I'm John Fuller, and on behalf of Danny and the team, thanks for listening to this episode of the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. Podcast.